Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read every chapter of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collective volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. This week we read Slam Dunk Volume 4 because it's March. Mm-hmm. And that's what you do in March is you read Slam Dunk. Everybody knows that. Yeah, come on. Before that, though, we have Shonen Jump that I read a thousand years ago when I had sleep, so... I don't remember anything in it. Uh, starting with Jujutsu Kaisen, number cha- number chapter 215, Fearsome Womb, part 7. Never change Jujutsu Kaisen, by which I mean please change and give me chapter titles. <laughs> uh, I actually like this one. So this is the one where essentially Tsukina gets away? Yes, because it, it, an old woman appeared and used Blizzard. Yes. I like the Maki fight a lot more than I was enjoying the fight previously like i said i didn't think it was up to jujutsu kaisen standards Mm -hmm. and maki showing up helped that yep but then a woman appeared and was like this fight is over bye (laughs) i do kind of like that that uh like sukina's having trouble controlling megumi so that's another reason why he's like oh thank god you showed up i was kind of in trouble there yeah i don't know i i didn't dislike the chapter it went pretty Mm -hmm. high I don't know that I have much more to say about it, because it's mostly fight, and then an old woman appears. Yes. And then, then Twinrova appears, and <laughs> only her ice self. Yes. And saves Ganondorf. Yep, and, and then they fly away, laughing at the fact that Itadori looks like some old statue. Yeah, laughing at Itadori's shonen pride. Yes. Anything else you want to say about it? Oh, nope. wow. Next up, we have Sakimoto Day's Days 109, Kindaka. What did you think of... Sakimoto days, Kevin. I really like the fight in this one, too. The the couple of them kind of running around and doing stuff. And then I really like the fact that the guy's like, oh, the reason I'm so fast is I have these cool kicks. And then they, the one girl's aunt shows up and he's like, uh-oh, this girl's going to be trouble. And then uh, they defeat him by, like, putting a garbage can on his head. Yeah. Well, I like the teamwork. Yes. Like, she, she's like, ah, oh, this is the way I defeat him. Is yep. by, like, jumping at him so Sakamoto can throw a trash can at him. Well, I think it was the the one disguise guy throws a trash can on him, and Sakamoto, like, kicks the trash it, can it so is. hard it forms on his head. But, yeah, I, I did really like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like the main villain guy being like, all killing is evil. I have to stay here and not kill that guy. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, so I like the hedgehog shoes. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about Sakamoto days? Nope. Next, I have Undead Unluck number 149. You see me now? Which I just have a, nobody asked for this character's backstory. <laughs> That's my only note. Yeah. We have Unseen, who has learned the power to make other people unseen. Because he has the exact same, it, it's not the exact same, but uh, it just reminds me of uh, Invisible Boy from Mystery Men. I'm invisible. No, it's lo- no one is looking at me. Yeah. It's not quite the same. It's uh, He's invisible as long as his eyes are closed. So it's actually more useful than that. But I just, I, I love that scene in... Mystery Men when he actually can become invisible as long as no person is looking at him. Yeah. Yeah. He sneaks past the security cameras. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who's this guy? Like, they just found this guy, and I don't care about him at all. No. But and now he has the power to make other people invisible, so. Yep, so that- they use it to get Foucault in to get a strike on Undercrease. So that's a thing that happened. Yep. Next up, we have Blue Box number 91, the most powerful feeling, which I actually did like a lot. Yeah, Blue Box was really good this week. Yeah, mostly sad, but 
mostly sad yes i really like the ending though with so we see that taiki has won his contest of doing the whatever sprints he was doing against the one kid and got the basketball ticket but like they made it sound like he was trying to do it for himself but then he shows up to give it to yumika i mean he did say he was gonna give it to somebody else because he wasn't interested but did he yes he did say that that, that's why the guy was like yeah give it to me i will actually go and they're like sprints but then he won off screen Mm -hmm. but yeah i really like this chapter yep anything else you want to say on it Nope. Next, we have Elusive Samurai Chapter 100, Differing Needs 1335. Congrats on 100 chapters to Elusive Samurai. There's also another milestone that I might be thinking of. Yeah, it might not be 100. It might have been a year or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, they built built a club. And by a club, I mean a sharp club made of metal. Yeah. Well, they, they essentially built like a bladed mace Yeah. for her, which is cool because it was like, oh, I understand. You're going to break that sword like almost immediately. <laughs> Yeah, and then he looked at the new party member. I was like, your sword's not good enough. You have to stay here until I finish your sword. Yes. And then he looked at the kid. and was like, no, you will die when your lord dies. Like, I cannot make you a weapon that will change that. Yep. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah, but I, I thought it was good. I, I liked a lot of the stuff going on there. So did I. The swordsmith, whose name I can't think of right now. Masamune. Yep. I can't ever remember between him and Murasame. He's really interesting as a character i hope he will come back at some point and also swordswoman i guess will show up when they need her most yes with a leg sword <laughs> probably come flying in off screen with a leg sword kick uh, jump off a horse maybe yeah that would be very dangerous th- maybe she'll have a sheep for her leg sword <laughs> it'd just be a prosthetic i mean she doesn't need a prosthetic so no but i could see some kind of sheath just to make sure that you are you know cutting Not people stabbing da- your horse while you ride it <laughs> Next, we have Mission Yozakura Family, Mission 168, Momo's video letter, which, like, is fine. I kind of like the trope that he's having a conversation with them without them being there, but I thought it got pretty ridiculous by the end. A little bit, but I I do kind of like the thing of, like, I know you all the best, and then, like, I like that he's like, I can't believe my own head is turning against me. His plan is just, uh, you guys all enter the hyperbolic time chamber. Yeah. I've left you notes on what the hyperbolic time shaper is. <laughs> All right, guys, I've got the perfect plan. Do you ever watch Dragon do- Ball Z? <laughs> no, it's do better than you are currently doing. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> I still like it though, because it like I really liked the kind of the cuteness of him having a conversation with himself and just it kind of reminds me a little bit of that JoJo's thing of like I can predict what you're gonna say next, only to, you know, an insane degree of I'm having a conversation with my kids like ten years later. Yeah, like I said, I liked it at first, but it got ridiculous by the end. And when you say the JoJo's thing, I just assume that you mean the ultimate life form, being like, I'm the ultimate life form. I can turn my arm into a ferret and it can <laughs> eat off a Nazi's balls. That proves I'm the ultimate <laughs> life form. Shout out the hedgehog. <laughs> I, a lot of stuff happens in JoJo. But yes. When you say the JoJo thing. I just assume that's what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I was talking about. No, I know. Yeah. Talk about Joseph, right? Yeah, Joseph Joestar's signature move for his series that he loses when he's an old man. Yes. He like, loses when he turns into old Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Starring in the Dial of Destiny. <laughs> Last but not least, we have a Kanabadashi story 52 embodiment. Which is just, like, some villain standing, I guess. Yeah. Some villain backstory. We already got his backstory last week, and it was more interesting then, but... 
I think this is this is less of a backstory and more of like explaining his powers kind of thing, if that makes any sense, because of how the how the way these quote unquote fights are going to go. And, and like motivation yeah. for him. And like establishing that he is an asshole, I guess. Although yeah. we'll see what he wants from Akane. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say on Shonen Jump this week, Kevin? Nope. That takes us into Jump Guard. Jump card is the segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump from our least favorite to our favorite. I have 18, so I hope that's right. I Nothing- also have 18, so either we both missed the same thing or we're good. Nothing got canceled this week, Kevin. That is correct. So what did you have at number 18? I have Ichigo Keys down at number 18. Yeah. I- oh, yeah. I, I know rem- what happened in it. I found it funny and have it higher, but I don't remember what joke I liked. What really annoyed me was the fact that they have completely forgotten the premise like the the very basic premise of they're trying like not to be found out and they're literally on stage and just like uh you know he called me a cyborg well just better roll with it i mean, he did get find found, find it out wow jeremy he did get found out at the start of this chapter i don't know this series is pretty clearly on its last time so yeah on its last time to- i cannot talk today which That's is fair. great for doing a podcast <laughs> I have Witchwatch at 18. Okay. I'm kind of surprised you don't, given how much you love these characters and this plot. And it's the other series I was thinking of. It, it's 99. It turns 100 next week. Okay. And they're going to do a different manga to celebrate. Yeah, that should... So, you know how much I hate these characters. That should show just how much that I disliked the things I've put up or below Witchwatch. Okay. <laughs> I have Cypher Academy at 17. Me as well. Well... I don't remember what happened to it anymore, Kevin. So neither I do I. That. I. I guess that's that's good for me as well. But I, who cares about any of this stuff anymore? Maybe some Japanese people who get it in the native language. Maybe it is better there. I maybe. don't know, but maybe. Uh, what do you have at sixteen? That's where I have Ginka and Gluna. I feel like Ginka and Gluna is getting canceled next week. <laughs> Could be. Everything else is. Because. Well, like they're like, oh no, we uh, the guy sort of failed, but then still somehow managed to summon the Megarka or whatever the guy's name is anyway. Only it's actually Ginka, but uh, like Ginka's original body. Yeah, which I think is a fine twist, except for it doesn't really mesh with what we set up about collecting all the parts of him. Yes, and then we skip the fight, like literally every aspect of the fight, and just see. That, oh no, he's beaten the heroes. I mean, I, I, I'm fine with that. That's a pretty standard villain shows up trope. Yeah, but usually they show up and do a thing and then not like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't usually skip over the entire thing. Also, Sword Guy's just gone. Yeah, well, it, she left him when she showed up to this fight. I know. <laughs> he'll show up and beat this guy. That but would that, be weird. That would be weird. But she doesn't even get like a line, this thing. Like, it's all on Ginka right yeah. now. And I'm like, shouldn't. 
Gluna be, you know, like saying something or doing something? No, she's just kind of like we see her at the end there. She's just kind of like sitting down. Like she doesn't even look like she's been beaten up. She looks like she's been emotionally disturbed. <laughs> uh, to be fair, the guy was like, I would possess you. I Maybe, but just not a fan. Uh, I have Undone and Luck at 16. Nobody asked for this character's backstory. <laughs> Literally nobody. <laughs> what do you have at 15? 15 is where I put Witch Watch because I, I don't care about these characters at all and whatever uh 15 is where i put black clover it went higher because there was kind of a shipping in it <laughs> it wasn't a good shipping or a shipping i wanted but it was a shipping that's fair what do you have at 14 14 is where i put my hero i have it very slightly higher but it's the same song and dance we talk about every week with my hero of oh man this should be really cool and i should be really invested in this turd and these reinforcements but we've done this i think 10 weeks in a row now Yep, uh, and apparently it's going on break because the, the author is having some health issues. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, I had it, just seen something today about that. Uh, it went on a brief week break a couple weeks ago for the same reasons. So. Yeah. It's not a huge surprise? No. Uh, maybe it'll be good when it comes back. Wouldn't that be something? That would be something, but I doubt it. I have me and Robico at 14. Okay. I don't remember what happened in this either, but... It was not as funny as Ichigoki's under control to me, whatever joke I laughed at. Okay. Or maybe I just hated everything else so much. Fair. It's my number 13. Um, but, yeah, I don't remember anything about it either. That's why I have Ichigoki's under control. Okay. So, Oh, it was Bond. He's a ping pong guy. Oh, yeah, that's right. The, the, the joke about he was like actually a child ping pong prodigy. Yeah. What do you have at number 12? 12 is where I put Ichinose family. So... They appear to be in some kind of, like, purgatory, I guess. Or hell. I was just, it, it's possibly hell, but the only reason I think of purgatory is because they make it sound like they're, be, they're being given a chance, which is why I think purgatory as opposed to hell. Because it was like, well, you done fucked up, you know, like, making it look like, oh yeah, she actually kidnapped and then murdered the kid in her past life. Yeah, I don't know what the implication is in the original timeline slash past life. Yeah. I, I continue to grow more intrigued by what's going on, so I have it a bit higher. I also kind of like cliffhanger is maybe the wrong word. Yeah. But I like the, where it leaves off. Mm -hmm. The tension is good. I have Mashal at 12. Okay. I feel like nothing ha like not nothing happened in this chapter of Mashal, but like, okay, this is one of the guys they beat. I don't remember which one it is. <laughs> That's fair. I guess he died. That seems weird for Mashal. Yeah. I have Fabricant 100 at 11. All right, so it's this special fabricant who's managed to... Oh, well, uh, some of the fabricants managed to make off with some of your family members' body parts before 100 stepped up. That seems like kind of an obvious twist to me, but I still like kind of like yeah, it. Yeah, it's okay. It gives them, like, as a way for them to be stronger than 100, I kind of like it. Yeah. Because obviously they have to be for the story to go anywhere forward. Yeah. Were we 11? Yep. I have my hero at 11. Because this is probably the coolest, like, reveal that they've done so far, but God, am I exhausted by it. That's fair. I have Black Clover at 10. I don't remember why I put it up here. Did you like a shipping? I did guess you... I liked a shipping. Did you like a hot spring scene for no reason? I uh, was. I think that was that was probably it, of, uh, like, the senpai being like, all right, let's go to the bath together. Oh, wait, it's women's bath time. Wh why did it only ask to go in? Well, because the other guy was, like, putting their clothes away or whatever. I have Mission Yezikura family at 10. Okay. Like I said, did not care for how long it went. What do you have at number nine? Nine is where I put Mashal. 
oh, hey, it was that guy that they beat, and he's shown up to save the day, and now he's dead. Yay. <laughs> Yay. I have Glyca and Gluta at nine. Okay. I, I don't have as like overwhelming a feeling as you do that this means they're on cancellation. I do think Glinka and Glynn has been going downhill, but yeah. I never loved it in the first place. Yeah. Uh, what do you have at eight? Eight is where I put Tokyo Demon Bride. He's He's been captured by the aunt, and that's an interesting twist. It, that escalated quickly. Yes. I fabricate 100 here. Okay. I pretty much said what I feel on that. What do you got at number seven? Seven is where I put Mission Yozakura. I guess I just like the cuteness of it a bit more than you. Uh, that's where I took Tokyo Demon Bride story. Okay. What do you got at six? Six is where I have Undead and Unluck. I guess I just liked this guy's backstory a bit more than you did. I did not care more. about it even a little bit. <laughs> yep. I got Inchidose family here. Okay. Like I said, I like the atmosphere it's building. I am curious what's going on still. Mm-hmm. Uh, are they going to loop again? Yep. <laughs> no, you must die. By that, I mean get in the van. <laughs> get in the van. We're going to roll a off the cliff. Accident. <laughs> what do you have at number five? Five is where I put a Ganapanishi. You know, it's the the villain-focused chapter, so... Or I guess the antagonist-focused chapter, so... Uh, that's where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. Certainly, I liked it, but like I said, old lady just shows up, but I'm not super fond of that. Fair. What do you have it for? Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, that's where I put Sakamoto Days. I okay. really do like that combo move they pull. Yes. Yeah, it's my number three. I really like that as well, as he's, like, falling down the atrium. They, like, all right, I'm going to put the trash can on his head. Then you kick the bucket so hard that it forms to his face. <laughs> then the bath, the guy will flip over into the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> I have a kind of body shit at three. Okay. What do you have at number two? Uh, that's where I put the elusive samurai. Same. It's got a sword guy. And it's he's got... like, you will die when your lord dies. That might be of old age. That might be tomorrow. But... <laughs> Yep. I cannot save you with a cool sword. Well, I also, like, he's like, I don't have an idea for a cool sword for you right now. Also, I'm kind of, like, running out of steel, so you're going to have to leave now. I did make a giant ma- solid steel mace, and this is Japan, famous for our lack of steel. <laughs> yes. Blue box number one. Yep. It's really good. It's it, sad. It is really good and sad. Uh, it's about basketball, much like Slam Dunk. Of which we read volume four this week, and we'll be back to talk about after the break. Slam dunk, Kevin. Yep. What did you think of the slam and the dunk? I thought it's been a while since we read volume three. It sure has. <laughs> and I was trying to remember exactly what was going on. Uh, they're, they're at a practice game. Yep. He's on the bench because he's a terrible man. And Yes. I don't know. I'm mostly just thinking about Haikyuu the entire time I'm reading this and how much better it is. Yeah. To be fair, Haikyuu has this as an example, and that's probably why it's so much better. It's kind of like reading Dragon Ball and being like, man, but Naruto did this better. Yes. Or, or reading My Hero Academia and being like, I think Naruto did this better, but boy, did I hate that war arc, so maybe it did it exactly the same. At <laughs> uh, uh, least there aren't any new Kage showing up in My Hero Academia that I have to pretend to care about. Not at the moment, but give it a moment. We're going to have, like, the principal of the other school show up and do a thing. Like, yes, I'm the principal of this other academy. 
all right, whatever. I'm the number 27 hero. <laughs> cool Devore. <laughs> I I liked aspects of this, but I think I think this gag about him like not getting to play has been running too long. It runs way too long in this volume. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Like he finally makes it onto the court near the very end. Yeah, and he does the same thing as Hinata where he gets super nervous. Yeah. Which again, I have no doubt that Haikyuu ripped that from this. So, yeah. like, I'm not upset that Haikyuu did it better, but having Haikyuu and having read it so recently, yeah, I I think really hurts this. Also, the art style is so old, which I'm sure we talk about all the time. Yeah. Like, when you think of old manga, you are imagining Slam Dunk. Yes. Or at least his art style, which, like, is fine, but I definitely had a little bit of, it kind of sucks that I've, I started, you know, doing Haikyuu before I started doing Slam Dunk. Yes. A little bit like, ooh, I can see all, like you said, I can see all the improvements they made. Like, ah, this whole bit with him being on the bench has been going on too long. Yeah, well, because they want a comedy beat every chapter, and maybe that would have been fine week to week, but it's really tiring. Yeah, as of all, yep. Which is what we get here. Yeah. I do kind of like the coach. That's a very different coach than is in Haikyuu. Yes. <laughs> because we don't get his perspective even a little bit. Yeah, he says nothing. He's a complete cipher. <laughs> I mean, he does say, hey, warm up. Yeah, that's true. He says he says three words, the whole volume, with, I forget his name. Hanamachi Sakuragi. Yeah, that was it. Just like constantly climbing over and be like, let me in, let me in, let me in, coach, let me in. And he goes, hmm, maybe at the last possible moment when we're still down by like eight, then I will let you in. Well, we also have the bit where what the the captain gets injured. Yeah, although also the other guy's like, nah, he was going to put him in anyway. Yeah. But yes, that is the impetus. And the captain's like, hey, don't lose while I'm bleeding out. <laughs> and by bleeding out, I mean, I have a minor nosebleed or something, but technically have to leave. Oh, I did really like the uh, the bit where the one guy gets flattened by Hanamachi when he goes up to go the go for the block. And then like it was a feint or the not the block, the stuff. And Hanamachi just falls on top of him. He's like, you know, you crushed me on purpose. I was like, uh, the guy jumped. Like, what are you, like, <laughs> you didn't get out of the way. That's just physics. Physics is what you're mad at. Yeah. You know, even Hanamachi's like, I didn't mean to fall on top of you. Why didn't you move? It's un- just like you said, it's unfortunate that we've read Haikyuu already, which mm-hmm. is taking so many of these tropes and doing them so much better. Yeah. And it just has a way more likable, way more modern protagonist. Instead yes. of a, I'm a gangster who's not in a gang anymore and kind of never really was. Yeah, he was like wannabe gangster punk. Yeah, who found sports, the, the classical story. Yep. And by sports, I mean a cute girl that wanted him to play basketball. Yes. Her name is Sports, right? <laughs> is there anything else you want to say on Slam Dunk? Not really. I don't think there's anyone that had the personality power level. No. Unless we want to add the coach that literally doesn't say anything. No. I don't think we do. What are we going to read next week, Kevin? Usually we discuss this beforehand. Beforehand. But uh, we didn't. Is the, I think, the third volume of Blue Lock out? We're on the second one, I think. Are we on the second one? I believe so. And that's got to be out, right? That okay. anime is out. Yeah, the anime is out. So let's let's tentatively call Blue Lock, and then uh, we'll freak out when it doesn't work. All right. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wint on DeviantArt. 
www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out my other podcasts, It's a Gundam, and Last Time on Video Games. So anything you want to plug this week, Kevin? Nope. Have a good week, everyone. Sorry this one was short. I'm very tired. Stop.